Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hour number two here live at the FNTSY studios in the Renaissance Hotel in Midtown Manhattan. In this hour of the show, we're going to talk about the Fantasy Baseball All Star team. We'll dive into a little bit of NBA free agency news as well. And this is our first time doing the show here live from the FNTSY studios. So let's get Fantasy Sports today. Hour number two started right now. I'd like to talk a little bit about sports. Fantasy Sports Today. Well hit down the left field. Way back in. Oh, he caught it. Oh, unbelievable. Touchdown for three. Puts it in. With this home run derby. So, uh, how did Vladimir Guerrero Jr. get in? He has eight more home runs than you. Yeah, they uh, they just basically they wanted they want that to be more of a celebration of the the guys in the game as opposed to the home runs. They've made that clear. Well, what about Vladimir Reyes? The, he could he could be in there also. Or Gallo. But, but a lot more popularity watching Vlad Jr. on TV than Gallo. Is Gallo going to get you to turn the TV on, or is Vlad Jr. Oh, Gallo hits moonshots. Yeah, but how about Chris wanna... Davis? Who's hit more oh, home stop, runs than Chris stop. Davis? Oh, in Oakland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he could be in there, too. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. may get you to turn your TV on. That's the reason. That's it. There's not, the guys you just mentioned are all better home run hitters than Vlad. It's not even close. All right, welcome back. This is hour number two here on FNTSY. And Craig Mish back with you here as we do our second hour of the show. We'll be live here Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Coming up at 1.40 Eastern, we'll recap the first half of the fantasy baseball season with Michael Waldo from Fantistics. we got Chris Pavona producing the show, and this is uh, an interesting uh, dynamic here doing the show live from New York. But we uh, covered the first hour of the show, and if you want to go back and listen on demand, here's how you do it. Download the FNTSY app, or download Stitcher, or basically iTunes, or, or wherever a podcast is heard. And you can hear us 24 hours a day, seven days a week as we uh, take a pause from sports, basically, in general, really. It's, let's, let's be honest. We've got Wimbledon, right? Not much else happening. Fantasy football season still a, week, uh, a month away, really. Fantasy baseball season's taking its pause for the next few days. Basketball's free agency. All the big names are signed. That was, this weekend was really... I think the tip of the iceberg for the NBA did a fantastic job. Not that the NBA is responsible for that. It's kind of like the players are responsible for it. But more attention being paid to the NBA than, than anywhere else. And you heard uh, some of that audio there before the last hour of the show. Mike Cardano, CBO of Sports Grid, was over here sitting with me a few minutes. Tomorrow's show, we'll have Lenny Melnick and Andrea Lamont. They'll be sitting in with me live for two hours. On Wednesday, Brad Ziegler, former big league pitcher, will do an hour as well. So it's kind of how we're set up here today. If you want to dial up the show, the phone number is 844-843-6879. 844-843-6879. You can follow me on Twitter at Craig Mish. 
Coming up in our next segment, what we'll do is our You Make the Call. We kind of ran a little bit short on time. But one of the dynamics that I wanted to go back to that Mike Cardano was was uh, was talking to me about was the breaking news element of the world and what we do. And I'm, I'm really... I don't know what the word is, if it's honored or privileged to be able to do that. I don't think people understand that enough, that that talking fantasy baseball and talking fantasy sports and here at FNTSY, that's not to say that everybody isn't very good at their job and works very hard, because I know that everyone does that. But because so many people in the industry and outside of the industry look at fantasy sports as, yes, we have to be smart, yes, we have to be intelligent, but a lot of this is a guessing game, I can't tell you how different it is to be able to break news in Major League Baseball and the NFL. Like, you, you cannot, and, and I cannot, begin to tell you how I used to take for granted the access and the information that some of the insiders have in baseball. You're looking at Ken Rosenthal as really the pinnacle of that sport, Jeff Passan of ESPN, John Heyman, Bob Nightingale. Like those, those guys are probably at the top as far as doing that. In the NBA, it's Adrian Wojnarowski, Shams Charnia. Football, you have Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport. And for my name to even be in the, the stratosphere or the conversation of that, that is, I, I, I cannot tell you that, that I take that lightly at all. It's very easy to make a prediction in fantasy, in fantasy football, fantasy baseball, and come on a radio show and say, I think this guy is going to be great, and he's great, and then you jump up and down basically and say, I told you. It's very easy to do. You can throw a dart and hit the middle, but to gain access to be able to cover anything, any sport, and break stories like Kawhi Leonard signing or a trade in Major League Baseball or an NFL player suspended, going to be out for the season, that, take, that takes a special relationship with you and a source to be able to get that done. And I could go on for hours and hours about that and just what it has required and the relationships that I've built over covering sports for 20 years. It literally took me this long <laughs> to get to the point where people would be comfortable in telling me things because understanding that, that by me knowing, there's a chance that that will come out. So perhaps a story for another day and a conversation for another day, but... I, I understand it and I get it and it is fun to poke fun at people who got things wrong over the weekend because I'd be the first one to be able to do it too. But it is very hard to be an insider in any sport and do that every single day. It Not only does it require having access, but the amount of work and hustle that goes into that. When I've talked to different insiders in this industry... I don't want to say that they're robots, because that's not the word that I'm trying to use, but it's almost like they're not human. They are so dialed in 24 hours a day, seven days a week to breaking news, I don't know how they even have lives. Like, during the baseball offseason, I don't even know how I have a life. The amount of usage on my phone this past offseason, it has been consistently, like, you know on Sunday nights, if you have an iPhone where you get that screen time usage, it's gone down like 80%. <laughs> from the winner. 
We'll be back with more here on Fantasy Sports today. Craig Mish, you make the calls coming up next. Don't go away. Clippers were looking to buy Kawhi Leonard's logo away from Nike a while back because maybe they were going to turn it over to him as part of the package. I was one of the media members that said Clippers look better than the Lakers and the Nets look better than the Knicks. And both of those potential little brother syndromes have cashed in in free agency over the past few weeks. Weekdays, 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round. We never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information. Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to Fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's Fat100.com. The morning after. Akbar Gabia, be a meal out. I'm going to get you to compete on American Ninja Warrior. If you don't hit a buzzer, you have to convert in front of the whole world and tell the whole world you are now a Lakers fan. Listen, if we can make it happen, I'll do it. I've humiliated myself in, in worse ways. We got to get Renary in on this. But... No, no, no. I'm right next to Akbar laughing the whole time taking bets. I'm with him, man. Let's get you on there. I don't think I'll get medically cleared by NBC, bro. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Second hour of Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you live here. If you're listening on FantasySportsNetwork.com or on iHeartRadio, we're here till about 2 o'clock Eastern, and then we will send it over to Full-Time Fantasy. Adam Ronis and Dr. Roto will take you from 2 to 4. I believe, Chris. That's right. We got a new schedule here. I got to make sure I'm on my uh, I'm on my toes here. Okay, okay. If I'm wrong on anything, please. Okay, please uh, please correct me if I am 
wrong on any of that. I know I got the email. I should have it up here as I as I promote the other shows that are on with us this afternoon. But uh, Michael Waldo will join us at 1:40 Eastern. We'll break down what happened in the first half of the fantasy baseball season. For those of you who've listened to me for years, you know this is how the show is going to go. Regardless of what city I'm at or where I'm broadcasting from, and uh, agree, I agree with Mike Cardano as he said, uh, baseball, uh, especially fantasy, is more of a niche. I still think that there are more people playing than ever before, but on this show we cover fantasy baseball all the way through and until until the NFL season begins, or at least until the preseason begins. So we'll continue to do that here on this program. And we'll get into fantasy football. In fact, I think that what we'll do is we'll start doing that, I would guess, as soon as the, uh, the baseball trade deadline is, is come and gone. So that would be two or three weeks from now we'll do that. And we'll start sprinkling in also some college fantasy as well because the college football season starts pretty much a lot sooner than the NFL does. Usually it's like two or three weeks, so we'll do that as well. Okay, well, one thing that we did not have a chance to do in the first hour of the show, so we'll make this a real quick uh, show and go on this program today, is our segment that we do where we give you, the listener, the opportunity to weigh in on what I should discuss here on the show, and we call that You Make the Call. You Make the Call. All right, this will be a favorite one for our producer, Chris Bavona, today because we're looking good here. We actually posted the poll at FNTSY Radio and at Craig Mish about uh, 30 minutes ago. So we're, like, on top of our game today, even though we weren't able to read this to you. So here we go. You make the call. This is giving you the opportunity to vote on what I discuss. Choice A, Futures game next star. What does that mean? Who will be the next one from the Futures game to hit the big leagues and perform? We've seen a lot of these guys over the last couple of years come up and play at a very high level. We, in fact, will do that. Or we will talk about Russell Westbrook. I live in South Florida, as many of you know, and Westbrook has been a hot topic of conversation on local radio like you wouldn't believe with all of the rumors now that maybe Oklahoma City would trade him. And his forty million dollar per year contract—that is insane, man. I don't. How does how does that happen? Westbrook, what, two hundred million in the next five years? More than that, two hundred fifty million. Topic three: Stranger Things three. We'll get into a full discussion of that if you guys vote for that. I binged the whole thing of the fifth and the fifth and uh, sixth. Did I really watch eight hours of Stranger Things, the fifth and sixth? I think I did. I think I did. I <laughs> think I watched four hours one day and four hours the next. Yeah, I didn't watch any on Sunday, so that's how it went. I, I actually wanted to save some for the plane ride, and I ended up finishing it. So there you go, choice A, B, and C. Futures game next star, Russell Westbrook, Stranger Things 3. I don't know how we do Stranger Things 3 without giving some of it away, but uh, I read some spoilers online, and I didn't know exactly what was going to happen, but... I had a feeling that when you talk about characters and people being on or not on the show in the future, you're going to go down that road to start and think those sort of things. So without getting any further into it, then we'll leave it there. But if you guys do want me to talk about it, I will. Okay, so we have the baseball all-star game on uh, Tuesday night. Let's go over some of the fantasy baseball potential all-stars. 
and kind of where they were drafted versus their ranking. I think that's important. I'll start off with first base. I, I think that the biggest story, both in fantasy and reality this year in baseball, has got to be Josh Bell. I mean, was Josh Bell a, a top 20 first baseman? Like, I, I mean, I, he, he may have been like the 25th, 26th first baseman off the board in fantasy this year. But he has been ridiculous. He's in the top five or top ten in virtually every category in history for his first half. And what's funny is, is a couple of years ago, I remember having conversations about him on my other show on Satellite Radio and thinking that this guy had a chance to hit a, be a 30-home run bat. Fortunately, he was not. And this year, he has probably given you more value than virtually any player that you took in fantasy. He has been outstanding. And I, I just I don't know if this is something that he can do over the course of the whole season. I mean, can this guy hit 60 home runs? I mean, it's certainly possible. We're going to get the chance to see him in the home run derby tonight, but he deserves a ton of credit. And anybody who took a shot on him in fantasy, if there's one player where you can stand and jump up and down and say, hey, this was my guy before the year, if Bell was your guy, congratulations to you. Good call. Second base has been uh, in an interesting position because I don't think it's been as good as people thought it would be in, in fantasy this year. But did anybody see this season from D.J. LeMahieu coming on the New York Yankees? I, I, it's, I, look, he plays all over the place, so I don't know that you I mean you could put him at second, you could put him at third, you could put him at short. This guy is just versatile. He's played, he's played this year, he's played second, third, and first. He leads the NL in batting average at <laughs> the All-Star break. Or the AL, excuse me, NL, and he used to win him with the Rockies. Uh, 336 batting average, 33 OBP. His career high for home runs is 15. He's got 12 already. This guy played at Coors Field. I have no idea how he's doing this. In fact, when the Yankees signed him, he was kind of like, uh, what would you say, like an afterthought? He was the extra guy? People seem to forget that they had Miguel Andujar playing third. There wasn't really room for him. But in terms of ADP, where LeMahieu was taken, which was nowhere off the board, or nowhere on the board, maybe he was the 25th second baseman. And he's produced basically like the best first baseman in all of fantasy, I think. Uh, Cattell Marte at second base is another one that uh, deserves some consideration. You could put him at short, certainly. You could play him anywhere. His... Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with him in the second half of the season. That's one player that has had such a breakout in terms of power that was unexpected. There's really no selling high on a guy like that. Josh Bell, I think that there could be some selling high if you chose to go that route because I could see people who need power and only power in, in your league and saying, well, this, this may be the guy for me. Marte's going to be a little bit tougher. Because I don't know that everyone is completely con convinced on him, but that's a good example of a player that you just have to be happy that you took and then you go from there. Uh, in the outfield, I mean, the best outfielders have been Yelich and Bellinger. So I just, I don't, I mean, they're on the fantasy baseball all-star team for sure. I just don't know that they gave you 
more value than some of these other players, but you got to put them on the all-star team. Both of them are on pace for about 50, 60 home runs. Both of them are on pace to drive in 130 runs this season. I just, no, nobody saw Bellinger coming. People probably saw Yelich a little bit more because he had that great second half last year. But they definitely get on the, uh, the fantasy baseball all-star team for sure. If I had to pick a third outfielder, I don't know which way I would go. I, I still think I got to put Trout on every fantasy outfield that I'm on. Anything that has to do with an all-star team, even though he's a top-five pick, I, I think that he's there. So for me, I'd put Trout, Bellinger, and Yelich. I think it's my three starting outfielders in fantasy. I don't care that Trout was number one overall pick. Got to do it. All right, we'll take a quick timeout. We'll continue on with some of the fantasy discussion. And also we'll give our final results of You Make the Call. You're listening to Fantasy Sports Today. I'm Craig Mish, and we'll be back in just a couple of minutes live from the Renaissance Hotel in Midtown Manhattan, home of the FNTSY Studios. Don't go away. I'll be right back. money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I could believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. 
someone is searching your name or business online, what will they find? Do you have negative search results online? Do you have false accusations? Records from a legal situation or bad press from your past? To reclaim your reputation, call 1-888-WE-DELETE or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com. That's 1-888-933-3538 or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com. If there is any negative information about Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Craig Mish back with you here on FNTSY Radio as we're taking a look at the Fantasy Baseball All-Star team in 2019. A little different than the reality All-Star team, that is for sure. All right, uh, we'll, we'll give another segment to go here before we get into our, our You Make the Call. Maybe we'll use it for a little exit velocity at the end of the show because it looks like at this point, Chris, your hope that uh, Stranger Things would be the thing that we would talk about is losing here a little bit. So we'll, we'll give it another, yeah, we'll give it another five or ten minutes to see if that ends up, if that ends up working out. Um, yeah, I got a tough call today here after the show. Here, I'm getting uh, an invitation to go to Central Park. Is that a good idea, Chris? I don't know. After the show. Yeah, it's it was, nice enough out there. Uh, Central Park would be nice today. Was it okay? Got to, got to make plans here for the next three days, that's for sure. Okay, so getting you guys are not interested in that. Not interested in my plans. I understand that. Getting back to the show. The Fantasy Baseball All-Star team. we got to put Pete Alonzo somewhere on this. i got a text here. Someone's listening to me. Someone's like, you have to put Pete Alonzo on your Fantasy All-Star team. That is correct. <laughs> How could I have omitted Pete Alonzo? Pete Alonso is going to hit 50 home runs in his first season. Isn't the all-time record 49? Isn't Mark McGuire's record 49? Isn't, isn't that still hold up after all these years? I think Pete Alonso has probably some of the best power of any young kid that we've seen come up in a long time. But this power should be translating to 35 home runs. And he's going to have 35 by, like, next week. <laughs> Like, this is this season, its numbers are just... It, it's one of my fears that I... If you listen to last week's show that I talked to uh, Gray Albright about, I'll ask Michael Waldo about this coming up soon, too. This baseball season is so backwards from any fantasy season we've seen in a long time because I just don't know how to approach next year based on this year. This year is, is in most my leagues, is a failure. It just is. I, I approached this thing not thinking that I would need to have X amount of home runs to win any of my fantasy leagues. I'd be, I'm going to be wrong. You, you needed, everyone has power in fantasy leagues, in season-long fantasy leagues this year. Everyone has it. And if you did not acquire it at the beginning of the year thinking that you could piece it together and make it up, you were completely wrong. But because... Rob Manfred, the commissioner of baseball, came out about a month ago and said that there was more drag with the pill, whatever that means, the, the inside of the ball. Does that mean that, as he said, this batch, does that mean the next batch, like the 2020 batch, is not going to be as prodigious with home run hitting? Because then this whole entire season makes no sense. It would just be one blip on a radar. Like, we had that steroid era going for a long time where, where the numbers looked like this. 40, 50 home run guys were all over the place. 
And it was easy in our fantasy leagues to just look at the numbers from the year before and assume, okay, well, these guys will probably do it again next year. That was simple. And I thought, based on looking at numbers from last year, that we'd get more or less the same numbers this year. I wanted to attack pitching. For what? Nobody's pitching well. <laughs> Nobody has a good pitching staff. Yeah, Scherzer over the last month all of a sudden has become himself again. He's probably been himself the whole time. But based on the velocity of this ball that's going out of the park, if that's not going to change next year, then I, I need to change my approach. If it is going to change and it's going to be like it was two years ago, please let me know. And what would be a good indicator of that, by the way? How will we know? Will it be spring training? Are we really going to put stock in the spring training numbers? No. And so Pete Alonso is a good example of that. Like, as an example, let's say Pete Alonso at the end of the season has 47 home runs. I think there's a good shot that he comes close to 45 as a rookie. So when you take him or when you consider taking him next year, are you taking him based on that number? Are you taking him with the expectation that, okay, I don't think that he's going to hit 47 again, but he'll hit me 44 or 43? If this normalizes, Pete Alonso's numbers will be in the 30s at the most. And that's why this is so hard to predict. Because when they're going to change the dynamics of a tool inside the game, like the baseball, there's almost no predicting the outcome of what your statistics will look like at the end of the season. So I digress. Starting pitchers in fantasy this season is pretty easy. I'm not going to put Jake Odorizzi on the fantasy all-star team, but I do want to give him credit because he, for virtually the entire season uh, over-delivered what you thought he would be. But I think that Lucas Giolito is probably the one that sticks out for me as the name that two years ago when we were talking about him and he was involved in the Adam Eaton trade that we thought that would end up being a frontline starter. He completely fell apart in reality and fantasy, walking guys all over the place, he was one of the best options in DFS to fade on a daily basis last year. This year, nothing like it. This year, he's a top 10 starting pitcher in both reality and fantasy, striking out a batter per nine at least. And he deserves, because of where you drafted him, to be on the Craig Mish fantasy baseball all-star team this year. There's no doubt about that. Uh, you heard Daniel Alvarez a little bit earlier in the show, if you're listening uh, live or on demand, however you're listening, he mentioned that Justin Verlander starting for the American League in, in the All-Star game tomorrow night. Hunjin Ryu is going to start in the NL. Hunjin Ryu is not a top 30 starter, probably not a top 40 starter. Was he a top 50 starter going into the season? I mean, was he your SP5 in any fantasy league? I don't even think so. He's been like the best pitcher in all of baseball this year. I mean, I mean how, how did anybody see that coming? And it's not like Ryu is 24 years old or 27. He's 32. So in a season of, of home runs, it just for whatever reason has not caught up to this left-handed pitcher on the Dodgers. And he's certainly been great. I'm curious to see uh, Matt Boyd, where he ends up going, if he ends up getting traded. Boyd has been a must-start every week for Detroit. But when you look at it, here is where the Tigers are at. Last year, they had the opportunity at the Major League Baseball trade deadline to trade their ace and Michael Fulmer. They didn't do it. He's hurt. He's out for the year. 
will they go down this road again with Matthew Boyd, or will they trade him? In two years, Detroit could be back in a big way. They have Casey Mize in the minors. They would have Boyd. They would have Fulmer, right? But you run a big risk of a guy getting hurt and then sending that back if Boyd gets hurt two or three years. And he's not young either. He's not a 24, 25-year-old. He's 28. Tigers probably have some interesting, uh, interesting decisions to make here. I would think that he's one of the most interesting players potentially to acquire at the trade deadline. Um, in terms of the bullpen in fantasy, the fantasy baseball all-star closer, I would guess maybe Will Smith. Uh, you have a third of the league that's already lost their job as closer. He seems to be pretty consistent. And if we're only giving out the award to somebody in the first half of the year, then I think it would be him. I just would be supremely worried that in about a month from now, he's going to be on some other team and not getting saves. Will Smith's kind of resurrected his career a little bit. He had some opportunities there in Milwaukee, and through injury or just ineffectiveness, didn't make the most of it. But I would think that in terms of stuff and strikeouts per nine and the amount of saves that he's gotten, he's, a, he's right now probably one of the top five closers in baseball, and he entered the season as one of the bottom five closers in baseball. So in terms of ADP, you definitely have to put him into that conversation. And those are just some of the fantasy baseball all-stars. You let me know who you think should be on the fantasy baseball all-star team. Just hit me up on Twitter at Craig Mish, at FNTSY Radio. That's also the other way to get us here on the show. And I would say that the key difference, how I construct a fantasy baseball all-star team as opposed to a reality one, is it's all about value in your league and where you take a guy. Like, that's really it. Yeah, I mean, Mike Trout, like I said, I got to put him on the team just because he's going to hit 40 He's going to steal 20 bases, 30 bases, and there's always room for that. But in the first round when you're taking, for example, Mookie Betts or J.D. Martinez or Paul Goldschmidt and they're not coming close to the return, you always have to take a look at where the player was taken and how much above his ADP he produced for you on a, on a, uh, a season-long basis. And that's kind of how I've constructed my all-star teams through the years. I and mean, we could certainly get a little bit deeper into that tomorrow on, and on Wednesday shows, going deeper into where a guy was taken in his draft, like 200th pick overall or 300th pick overall. And we could also do the all-fantasy baseball bus team. Maybe that'll be fun to do. Do that on tomorrow's show as well. All right, so we're live here at the Renaissance Hotel in Midtown Manhattan. It's really right across the street from Madison Square Garden. brings me back memories from a couple of years ago when I when I was here doing the Tout Wars draft and walked across the street to see uh, Florida in college basketball play against South Carolina for the right to go to the Final Four. Unfortunately, Florida came up short. It also reminds me of how, how many people tried to sell me tickets outside the stadium that were fake. Like the, the fakest looking tickets as you're walking into Madison Square Garden. It was crazy. Like people like had pieces of paper and it was like, it was written on the sheet of paper, Gators. I'm like, what? This is not a real ticket. And then you would go up to the police, and the police would be like, yeah, there's just a lot of people selling fake tickets. I'm like, uh, maybe you want to arrest these people. Nah. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy, man. Luckily, what I did was I bought the ticket from someone and had him walk me all the way up to the ticket scanner to make sure the ticket was real. And it was. 
That's my my one ticket buying story at Madison Square Garden for the next five years. All right, we'll take a quick timeout. Michael Waldo from Fantastics Fantasy Baseball is going to join us. Don't go away. Plenty more to come here on FNTSY Radio. This is Fantasy Sports Today. Don't go away. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. The Fantasy Sports Network is ready to take you out to the ballgame. Our experts and analysts are following the boys of summer through all 162 games of the 2019 MLB season with the best fantasy baseball analysis in the industry. Catch the latest news and notes every day to help you win your fantasy leagues and your DFS tournaments. We'll always want you back listening and watching the Fantasy Sports Network on the FNTSY radio app and the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, where we're root, root, rooting for your fantasy baseball team. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code grid and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code grid and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish back here with you. As we are here until 2 o'clock Eastern. And then we're going to turn it over to full-time fantasy. That's coming up here in about 20 minutes from now. 
Do you want to risk? Do you want to risk free wagers up to $1,000? Go to pointsbet.com slash grid to open up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID, and you'll get two free bets up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet. For example, if you bet the Texans minus three and they cover the spread by seven, you'll receive seven times your stake. That's pointsbet.com slash grid. Enter promo code GRID. To get your two risk-free bets up to $1,000 today, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. We're joined now by Michael Waldo of of Fantistics Fantasy Baseball. And as he uh, just closed out his season over on Satellite Radio, we're happy to bring him in here to continue the fantasy baseball discussion with us. Michael, thank you for coming on the show. How are you? Hey, Craig. I'm doing well. And, yeah, I just actually, you know, Mostly talk fantasy baseball, but I am in the Scott Fistful Football League, and I just took my first pick at, at number seven overall. I, took, I went Patrick Mahomes. All right. Well, congratulations. What's the format of that, by the way, the scoring format? It's Yeah, it's a it's a 12-team league, but there's a first ton of guys. And then you actually have four flex, and one of the flex can be a quarterback. So the two quarterback league scoring pretty heavily favored towards quarterbacks. There's a lot of bonuses involved as well, especially running quarterbacks. So it's going to be fun. He always has a couple tricks up his sleeve. And if you're not familiar with the Scott Fishbowl, go check it out. Also check out uh, Fantasy Cares. Um, it's a great charity organization, um, and it's a good way if you have ever won any money playing fantasy sports to give back to the fantasy industry and make the fantasy industry look good. And you get to you know if we buy toys for, for kids around Christmas time. Yeah, I've definitely heard of it, and I know uh, everyone's very excited about it. I see a lot of the people tweeting about it, and he certainly does a great job. Um, you know, for me, it's you know, for drafting fantasy baseball football, this is the one way to do it because I'm not into drafting early in any fantasy league. I know that we've talked about that through the years, but if you are going to do it and make the commitment, why not give give back some of the money to charity for sure? That is indeed the case. How was your uh, little vacation, by the way? I don't know. We didn't talk about that. Where you, did you end up having fun? Where'd you go? Well, so... You know, we're, I'm landlocked here in Illinois, so when, when I tell you that I went to the beach, it, it doesn't mean like an ocean beach. It means gotcha. like, well, go to Lake, go to Lake Michigan, and uh, there's some sand dunes, and it, it's sort of like a fake beach for us Midwesterners. So that's what we did. Took the kids up there. Uh, it was a nice little getaway. My wife and I actually went to Hawaii about a month ago, so that was our real vacation. Then we kind of felt guilty and took the kids to, to a little mini vacation here last week. Well, good. Well, good for you. I'm on my vacation uh, as well this week in New York and doing doing radio shows too. Go figure that one. Uh, <laughs> so, so uh, the first half of the season, Michael, comes to a close. One of the the issues that I'm talking about here is, look, we're we're going to lose people to fantasy football here in a month or two. That's for sure. And we'll look back at the end of the year, and people will just look at the stats. And we've seen so much offense in the first half that I'm concerned just for myself here, wondering if we're going to go into next year just assuming that what we've seen this year is repetitive next year, or if it's anecdotal, just one year. I just don't know the answer to that. And so I don't know what my approach will be next year, but certainly there's never too, too early to start thinking about that, Michael. I don't know how you're going to approach it. We definitely will, but, you know, Craig, I think the thing about, you, you talk about fantasy football versus fantasy baseball, and for me personally, fantasy baseball is much more of a cerebral exercise. Um, I think we, we can trust the numbers a lot more in, in the long-term numbers, 
And I think that you're going to have plenty of people who take the fantasy football mindset into next year, and they're going to look at the most recent season and say that's the way it's going to be, and we're going to see more offense and all that. And, and you know, that, that is true. Um, but what's interesting, Craig, did you, were you aware that Major um, League Baseball actually purchased um, Rawlings, who makes the baseball for Major League Baseball? They purchased them last season. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that at all. They, they actually purchased the manufacturer of the baseballs about mid year, I think it was July. And, you know, it, I believe the lead time on baseballs is several months, meaning the first time we really saw a baseball produced by a Major League Baseball-owned facility would have been 2019. So I think there's plenty of, uh, you know, question in the air. Maybe this is here to stay. Maybe the changes, if they made any slight adjustments, to the tolerances or whatever the, the range of uh, tightness in the baseball, the aerodynamics of, of the teams, um, whatever that is, um, perhaps there's something more to it than, oh, the baseball is different. Perhaps it was actually um, one of those things that Major League Baseball now controls, and they made an adjustment. Now, will it stay at the same adjustment level? That remains to be seen, but it's an interesting correlation nonetheless. Yeah, that's for sure, and, and that's a really good point. I, I hope that in the offseason that we're able to dive into that a little bit more to figure that out because the one player I was talking about, Mike, is is Pete Alonzo, who has a chance to break the all-time rookie record single season for home runs. And my point was, Mike, is that if I'm drafting Pete Alonzo for home runs, let's let's assume Pete Alonzo hits 50 this year. And, and that's, that's a far cry. We don't know that that will happen. But let, let's assume he hits 50. And then I go into next season, and I'm sitting there in the second round, and I'm looking at Alonzo, and I'm thinking, okay, well, he won't hit 50 again, but maybe he'll hit 42 or 43. Well, a normal Pete Alonzo season in a rookie year, and if he hits 30, is wow, he hit 30 home runs for me. And I just don't know what, what I'm going to make of that going into next year. You see where I'm going with that? That's kind of the issue that I have. I do. Well, let's look at, like, Cody Bellinger a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Cody Bellinger hit 15 home runs in his rookie season. I'd say at this point, that would be Pete Alonzo's form. I think that you had maybe had Cody Bellinger had the current baseball, they might be on the same type of pace because he's just scorching the ball. Um, the difference with Alonzo is I do I really do Craig think that the power is real. There's not a mirage here. Um, I, I think that he's got the raw uh, power ability. Now is the rest of the game like is the hit tool being propped up by the ball? Yeah, absolutely. I think it is. I, I don't know. So much if it's the power numbers that are going to go down, which they will, but if the bigger impact's going to be, is, is Peter Alonso really a 280 hitter? Or is Peter Alonso actually, let's say, a, a 260 to 270 hitter at the, major, at the you know, major league level? I think that's going to be the biggest determining factor of where does Pete Alonso get drafted next season, uh, whether it's first round or second round. I don't think, I think the foregone conclusion is going top two rounds. It's just a matter of, hey, where is he going? Early first, or are we talking, I'm sorry, mid first, or are we talking, you know, late first, early second? And for me, Craig, I think as long as we don't see a change in the way the baseball is, you know, performing in the second half, I think we have to assume that it's here to stay. And worst-case scenario with Pete Alonso, like I said, I think it's baseline rookie season Bellinger. Um, I'd be more than happy getting, you know, that type of production in the first round or even, the, you know, second round, even if he is propped up at, you know, at that place in the draft next season. Yeah, and, and we're talking with Michael Waldo of Fantistics, and the good news is that we still have, you know, another two or three months to assess this before we figure it out. 
and and it will really be curious to me about the postseason in baseball if, if we'll see these kind of numbers because mm. usually the postseason's built for the pitching. Um, okay, so uh, you know we have the All Star Game coming up tomorrow night. We have the Home Run Derby tonight, and I've been kind of reviewing some of the fantasy baseball All Stars and. Uh, you've done this too on your shows, Mike. When you put an all-star team together in fantasy, is it strictly for you about the the revenue that you produced based on the acquisition in terms of the draft, or do you look at it as just the overall numbers of the player? Because it's like if I do a fantasy baseball all-star team, I would think it has to have Mike Trout on it, but that you could probably find players that over-delivered so far above their ADP that that could change the equation for you. So when you look at it, if you are constructing it as you do every year, what are the parameters or guidelines for this kind of fake all-star team that we would create? Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, for me, I, I like to take the, when I say in purely all-star, I want to take the best of the best. And it's, it's simply taking the best of the position. I don't care where they were drafted. Now, um, I like to do all-value teams because I think it, it's more reflective of fantasy anyway. So if we're saying, you know, you know, an all a fantasy all star team. I interpret that as as being value. So, for me, um, a guy like you know Domingo Santana, who might have gone even undrafted in some leagues, probably has um, more value to you as a fantasy owner than even Mike Trout does, because you've got him for absolutely nothing, yet he's produced um, like one of the best offensive players in the league. So, that's an example of of a guy there. I, I think that. Um, two, it, it's a lot of these guys that maybe you pick up off the waiver wire that you just weren't even expecting. Tommy Lestella, um, I absolutely brutal injury. I feel so bad for him as, as a, you know, I'm, I'm Cubs fan and watching him play, I always knew he could hit. I never thought he had this type of potential in him though. I knew he could hit the ball, but he's never shown what he had. And it's a shame to see that go down. But Tommy Lestella has been an incredible value for fantasy owners. Guys like Eduardo Escobar, uh, Jorge Polanco. Uh, the risk goes on. These are the types of players that I personally put on my all-star team trade because they're the ones who, uh, more than likely, they're on the rosters of the teams at the top of the league because they have benefited above and beyond their first-round picks. When you take Mike Trout, you want Mike Trout to perform and you expect him to perform. To me, that, that doesn't denote an all-star for fantasy. That just denotes that what a guy is supposed to be doing at, at his particular draft position. We're talking with Michael Waldo from Fantastics Fantasy Baseball as uh, he's doing his fantasy football draft in the Scott Fishbowl draft right now. And, of course, the fantasy football season will start in about a month from now. Um, Mike, before you go, what, what would you say the biggest difference is of preparing for a season-long fantasy football league as opposed to a season-long fantasy baseball league? I know that you've always been a proponent of, of saying that, yes, it's always better to draft late, but you are always one that says, hey, look, if I can draft a fantasy baseball team in January or February and get ahead of the game before all the group thing comes in, you're up for that too. Is, is that the same for you in football as well? Yeah. Uh, no, it's totally different for me. Because for um, there's less numbers uh, behind the scenes of telling me guys that might be undervalued as it is in, in fantasy football. It's all about opportunities and coaching teams and who are going to get the touches. And for, for a lot of those questions and answers, you don't get the answer until maybe the third or, or even sometimes the fourth preseason game. So for fantasy football, I want to draft as late as humanly possible. So uh, that's a big difference for me. I don't see a huge pocket of value to be able to exploit like I do in baseball. I think, um, you know, for baseball even though, it's more of a let's draft in January 
But by mid-February, any potential value has been pretty much dried up. Well, Mike, thanks so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. We'll catch up with you again uh, in a couple of weeks. We'll see how your uh, your draft worked out in football. And, of course, we'll continue the baseball discussion here on FNTSY. Thank you so much for appearing on this Monday here on the show. I always uh, enjoy the conversation. Thank you again for taking the time. Thanks, Craig. Enjoy your working vacation, by the way. Yeah, I know. Go figure that one. All-star break off, and here I am doing, uh, doing two-hour shows. But I will be off Thursday, of course, to travel back to South Florida. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, Craig. Appreciate it. Michael Waldo, one of the best in the business, at Michael Waldo on Twitter. Uh, I did not mention, by the way, during that segment that I did uh, beat Michael Waldo in our head-to-head fantasy league this uh, this past week. I forgot to mention that, but he's crushing me and has crushed me in virtually every other league. So not time to jump up and down and say, I got you, Mike. I would I would say that is not the case because he's, because he's beaten me pretty much everywhere else. All right, we'll take our final time out. we got Exit Velocity coming up next, our final segment. In fact, somebody on Twitter is asking me to do my percentages with Russell Westbrook like I do in Major League Baseball in the offseason. So maybe we'll have to bust that out. And then there's the theme music for Chris Bavona. we got to get him out of here at home so he can binge the rest of Stranger Things 3. we got to be able to talk about that here on the show. But since Chris hasn't watched all of it, we're saving it for Tuesday or Wednesday. No reveals, no spoilers, but coming up next, it's our exit velocity before we send it over to full-time fantasy. Don't go away. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last for years. So call 800-869-5446 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-869-5446 now. That's 800-869-5446 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-869-5446 now. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Thank <laughs> you. 
You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Calling all drivers. Want a career that will take you places? Then Coach USA and Megabus is the place for you. Coach USA and Megabus, leaders in the local and inner city bus transportation industry, are looking for career minded, conscientious drivers with a valid CDL Class A or B license with passenger endorsement. They offer paid training, competitive salary, and many benefits. Apply now and start driving to a better future. Visit CoachUSA.jobs. That's CoachUSA.jobs. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you here on the show. And we'll send it over to full-time fantasy coming up in five minutes. I guess I'm off to Central Park. That's uh, what it looks like. Although I will have to get a bite to eat before I go. I'm trying to take down as much pizza as I possibly can. There is like one or two good pizza places in South Florida. But again, you know, you got to... Compared to one or two good ones per block. That's exactly, that's exactly right. Well, can you send, can you send me off on my way, by the way, to grab a slice of pizza somewhere? I will do my best, yeah. Okay. I mean, I'd love for you to come if you're not busy, but, you know, I know that you have work to do and I things get, to do after. I get your show back up on the air. Yeah, on, uh, yeah I know. I know. Okay. Well, one of these. we, we got to do it before I go. we got to do something. That's for sure. Yes, absolutely. But you're producing like eight shows. I don't know how we would accomplish that. Maybe the... Are, are, you, are, you, are you producing any shows after this show with this uh, new schedule? No. No, the last thing I have to do is just get uh, the second hour up on uh, Audio Boom. For okay. And then I know uh, on Friday you're, you're heading off a quick vacation. Okay, listen, let's, let, let's end this on a good note. Let's do exit velocity. Here we go. I feel the need, the need for speed. Exit velocity. Nice velocity. All right, so we'll end the show with our You Make the Call slash Exit Velocity. On tomorrow's show, if Chris finishes the Stranger Things, we'll do that. But by a vote of 38% to 37%, Russell Westbrook is part of the conversation. You guys wanted me to talk about that. So, look, I'm, I'm going to be dead honest with you here. As it pertains to the NBA, you know who the main guys are that have the info. I don't have the info. I can tell you that in South Florida, everyone is very excited to just unload everything possible to get Russell Westbrook onto the Heat, and let me break it down for you. If Westbrook goes to the Heat, here is the immediate result of that. Miami becomes a contender in the East with Jimmy Butler and Russell Westbrook for the next three years, and then they become the worst team in the East for about 10 years. Is that worth it? You tell me, but that is basically what the Heat would be up against, trading every pick for the rest of their life. Uh, could be worth it. We'll see. Thanks again to Chris Bavona for producing the show. Thanks again to Michael Waldo and Daniel Alvarez for being on. My name is Craig Mish. Full-time fantasy is next, and I'll be back with you guys tomorrow at noon. See ya.